I'm Dr. Sarah Stewart, the owner of Cibolo Family Medicine. I started this practice in order to provide personalized care and treat patients like family. Enjoy same-day visits, no waiting, and personalized care. We have locations in Bernie and San Antonio. Join with a personal family or business plan. Visit CibeloFM.com to learn more and give us a call at 830-428-2500. We look forward to caring for you at Cibolo Family Medicine, CibeloFM.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. Godandourdogs.com Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We talk with people just like you about the lessons they learned from their dogs about God. You can find us at GodInOurDogs.com, hashtag GodInOurDogs on Instagram, and at GodInOurDogs on Facebook. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our vision here on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does this happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust. Those experiences transform the tie. On God and Our Dogs, we share stories giving us insight to time, training, trust, and transformation with our dogs. Stories give us aha moments, helping us to see ourselves the way God sees us. Those aha moments bring us one step closer to God as we learn to rely on Him the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs. My guest today is Jill Powell with Canines for Christ. She is a national board member and membership director. Jill trained her dogs for many specialties through the years as well. As a therapy dog specialist, of course, Jill is a deeply caring person. Her dogs would also describe her as active, fun, and happy. Jill Powell with Canines for Christ, welcome. We're so happy to have you join us today. Meg, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here and to be able to share time with you. Well, and it's so fun that you brought your precious dog, Molly, with you, and we'll learn a little bit more about Molly in a few minutes. And before we really get into talking about therapy dogs, you've done so many different kinds of training with your dogs that it might be fun to talk about those as well so we can do a little comparison. So one of those specialties, and I just love this because I've seen YouTubes and sports shows, you dock-dived. Is that the right way to say it? Dock with, diving. Yeah, uh-huh. dock diving with your dogs. That Well, you didn't dive, but they did. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I needed to stay on the dock. Yeah, so <laughs> tell me, how, did, how do you train a dog for that, and how do you find the right dog? Well, um, I've had two dogs in my life that have done dock diving, and I've been very blessed that those dogs just were naturals. Didn't really have to even convince them to go off the dock. Um, It was something that they truly loved uh, to do. Other people, um, while they have amazing dock diving dogs, they've had to do a little bit more training and encouragement to get those dogs to initially go off of the dock. 
Um, but both of my dogs were naturals at it. Didn't have to motivate them too much, um, especially Rocco, who we're going to talk a little bit more about. But he absolutely, I showed him a toy, took him to the dock, threw the toy in the water. He flew off the dock. I mean, it was like, okay, he's born to do it, right? Uh So, um, but there are, you know, specific training techniques if your dog is a little more tentative and um, needing a little more encouragement to learn how to go off the dock. So my biggest uh, training with Rocco has been getting him to jump further. So there are things that you can do um, like placement on the dock, uh, exercises you can get them to pop off the end of the dock so that you can get a further distance um, out mm-hmm. over the water. About how far do dogs dive when they're doing that? Well, the world record is 37 feet. That is now, amazing. I believe it's it, 36 to 37 feet. Uh, that's a whippet. That is very amazing. Uh, Rocco's season average this season was 19 feet, 8 inches. So uh, we're not quite at that 37 foot, but uh, we have a lot of fun doing it and spending time together. Yeah, they say um, a well-exercised dog is a happy dog. Yes. And a happy owner to go with a happy dog. I think anytime you can spend time with your dog and doing something that you both love builds that relationship and strengthens the bond between you and them. Yes, of course. So one of the other things, and you told me it's not that unusual, it's pretty popular right now, but I'd never heard of it, and it's called barn hunt. What's a barn hunt? All right. Well, first disclaimer, no rats are harmed in barn hunt. Um, Thank you. Yes. So I feel that that's very important to say. Um, But basically, you're teaching the dog to alert on the rat scent. So the rats are kept in uh, PVC pipes that have holes, so there's ventilation, and they're switched out quite frequently during the hunt. But just like you're in a barn, there's tubes that either don't have anything in them, tubes that have only bedding that the rats have been on, or a tube actually has a physical rat in it. So you're having to train the dog to alert on the tube that has the actual rat in it. And then um, once they alert on that particular tube and not on the others, then that's how you get scored. So um, it's pretty popular right now. um, And it's a lot of fun. And again, a way to engage your dog's brain um, and getting them to think through things and process and you spending time together. Yeah. Where is the hunt actually located? Is it in a barn or is it in a warehouse? Uh, where would the location be? Um, it can be a warehouse. It can be outside, but normally it's a fenced in area. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a barn, but there's a specific square footage um, that they have the different levels of competition in mm-hmm. um, that they set up the, the hay. And so how do you know a dog would be good at barn hunting? They're going to need to have the drive to want to keep working to try to find that scent and to alert on the scent for you. A good prey drive of wanting to continue the hunt until they find the right tube. They've got to have that persistence and stick to itiveness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're here visiting with Jill Powell with Canines for Christ. I'm Meg Greer, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs. We talked about two different specialties now. So let's talk about the main specialty we're interested in today, and that's therapy dogs. I've had a lot of people say to me, I think my dog would be a great 
therapy dog. Jill, what makes a good therapy dog? I think uh, first and foremost for a good therapy dog is the dog needs to love people and be very comfortable around people because the, the main focus for a therapy dog is to go out and serve others. Um, that's what they're trained to do. So if they're you know shy or not too sure around people are not very confident, um, not that they can't overcome those, but it's just a little bit more of a challenge because we're really wanting the dogs to go and, and seek out uh, people. And a lot of great therapy dogs have that intuition of being able to seek out people that are needing extra love and comfort. That is amazing quality that those dogs have, isn't it? Yes, and that is something that you really cannot train that's been given to them. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe some dogs, you think they might be good therapy dogs, but it turns out maybe they're not quite so good. Right. And, you know, in my own personal home, we have five dogs, and only two of our dogs are fit for therapy dog work um, because the other three, while they're amazing in their individual, you know, characteristics and personalities, um, they're just not a, a good fit for what therapy dog work looks like. Well, that's a good place to start our next conversation and that's about those two dogs that are very good at being a therapy dog molly and rocco so jill powell with canines for christ how did those dogs come into your family well molly came at a time where we were actually making a transition we had already had one therapy dog in our home and needed to retire her because as she grew older she got a little more possessive of me which, you know, that's good in one sense, but not so good in another sense when you're serving others. And so we were just really like, oh my gosh, we were already part of Canines for Christ. How are we going to be a part of Canines for Christ without a dog? But God was very gracious in providing a dog for us at that time. But um, so Molly, a friend of ours and myself, we were out and about. I used to own a little dog training business called Lone Star Pet Express. Um, We were out kind of marketing for Lone Star Pet Express and um, dropping off brochures and business cards and making our rounds. And we were actually out in the Spring Branch, Texas area, Uh and we stopped at Strutty's. And there's a dog outside in the hot sun crated outside, and we're kind of like, oh, that's kind of different. So we walked in um, giving brochures and, you know, just saying, hey, here's this business. Um, what's the dog doing out there? Um, And they said, oh, well, we found the dog running on the highway. Obviously needed to get the dog off the highway. Uh, Was not chipped, no collar, no one was responding onto their Facebook pleas. So they were going to turn her over, that was Molly at the time, to a shelter that happened to be a kill shelter as well. That would be a scary thing for a dog lover to find. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we hear about how Rocco came into your family, we need to take a little bit of a break. I want to tell you and our listeners about one of our fabulous sponsors, which is uh, Cibolo Family Medicine. GodandOurDogs.com Cibolo Family Medicine provides quality care the same day. How convenient. I've been a patient ever since Dr. Stewart opened the Cibolo Family Medicine Clinic five years ago. When Cibolo Family Medicine says personalized care, they mean it. 
whether in person, by phone, text, or email, Cibolo Family Medicine gives me the answers I need when I need them. Visit CibeloFM.com or call Cibolo Family Medicine at 830-428-2500. Cibolo Family Medicine can help you, your family, or business. CibeloFM.com. And, you know, it's so much fun to be able to give treats not only to our pets, but also to our listeners. And we get to give a treat every month here on God and Our Dogs. Um, And that's brought to you by our great sponsors, Wheelers Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it's a $100 Amazon gift card. Go to our website, godnardogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godinourdogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. This is Pastor Pete Johnson from Christ of the Hills Church, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Okay, before our little break, we were learning about how Molly came to live in your family. So, obviously, you rescued her that day. How'd you find Rocco? Uh, well, Rocco came to us through um, another nonprofit organization that we're a part of, Hope for Hounds. Um, so obviously we're dog lovers. You, there's this common theme, I think, that I keep talking about. But um, Hope for Hounds uh, serves uh, people that are experiencing homelessness. We provide free vet care for their, for their dogs specifically. And we um, had just recently been on a local TV station and so a lady had called because one of our long-term goals in that is to be able to uh, foster dogs as well as people get back on their feet. Um, mm-hmm. And so she needed to actually rehome seven dogs. Wow. So one of the dogs was Rocco. There was a female and then there was five puppies. So my husband and I were responsible for pulling the adult dogs out of that situation, out of that home. At the time, we had four dogs already, so we were like, no way, not having five dogs. Um, Yeah, let's just say about six weeks after that of us saying, oh, well, we'll just foster him until we can find him a home. The first look, both of us, when we put him in the car, we were like, I bet he's coming home with us eventually. So uh, we fought it for a little while, but you know how all that works out sometimes. Yeah, one of our (laughs) other guests calls that a foster fail. Yes, yes. That's Amen. so true. Uh, we've definitely been that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jill, um, tell us a little bit about Molly, and tell us about one of the times she's been able to um, help others as a service dog. So, um, Molly just has a really gentle spirit um, about her, and uh, we serve um, at a local elementary school as a reading buddy. And one day as we were walking between classes and seeing the students that we read with, um, a whole class of uh, fourth graders were out in the hallway and the teacher asked, you know, can, can we pet Molly? Um, and I said, of course. And so the whole class kind of gathered around her. Um, I really couldn't see her at that point. There was a leash with something, you know, I knew she was still down there, but she was surrounded by children. But um, then all of a sudden Molly was just gently walking towards a little girl that was in this this circle and was just right there gently in her face um and 
the teacher leaned over and she said, I want you to know that that is my only special needs child in my classroom. And she's had a really rough day. So the teacher and I, there was a little tear. Uh, but again, just seeing Molly, you can't train that. That's, a, I believe, a gift given to her by God um, to be able to to seek out people that need that special encouragement, love, or comfort um, in those situations. It's just amazing the sense that, um, sixth sense that, some dogs have, um, just like people. There's mm-hmm. people like that as well. Yeah. So, how about Rocco? What's Rocco like? Uh, that dock diving <laughs> Rocco as a therapy dog. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's a little more rambunctious, a little more energetic, um, but he's also a little bit younger. Um, we like to say he's a little rougher around the edges. But I think for him, again, that can bring a lot of joy into a room. Um, because he's just kind of peppy, you know, he's just like, I'm here and I love people and I love life. And I don't know, whatever you want me to do, I'm here to do it. And he really wants to please you. Um, so he just really brightens up a room. Um, and I think he does have that sense as well, like Molly does. It's just, he does it in his own special way because he has, um, he has also had some interactions where he really, has honed in on one person and spent more time um, with them and kind of leans into them, if that makes sense. Even mm-hmm. as, you know, physically, even his body leaning into them, um, giving them that assurance that, hey, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Well, we'll hear on God and Our Dogs. Uh, this is Meg Greer, and I'm with Jill Powell with Canines for Christ. And she's been telling us a little bit about her two therapy dogs, Molly and Rocco. And even though they have a lot different personalities, they sure have their own way of serving. So how do you see God overall, um, lessons about God, from those two dogs of yours? Um, Well, one, God has uh, uniquely equipped um, each of us. So I see in the two dogs that do therapy work that God has uniquely equipped them to do this work. Mm -hmm. Um, That looks different, but wouldn't it be awfully boring if we all did it the same way? Yes. So I just think that God's very creative in um, even through his creation and through the dogs that he creates, that he gives them different personalities and that through those different personalities and through those giftings um, that they can reach people. Because Rocco may reach different people than Molly can reach. You know, Molly loves, absolutely loves children. Um, Children kind of hype Rocco up. So Rocco's really good with um, serving um, when we're on the streets with the homeless people. He really has a sense um, with them. So I think God, isn't it beautiful that he's created us all differently? And through that creation or through those different giftings, um, he is allowed to reach different people. Yeah. And And also what speaks to me about those two dogs is they, like Rocco, was in a very, very poor situation. You told me a little bit about where he was living. God didn't see him as a flea and tick-ridden animal that had no hope. Um, And look at what he's done with Rocco. 
right. made him a champion in our mind. I mean, 19.8 feet, I think is what she said, plus a therapy dog. That's pretty talented. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I really, you know, God, God sees us in our mess. So Rocco was a mess when we pulled him out of that backyard that day. He was covered in fleas and ticks, uh, dirty. Um, so, you know, for us to look at him and say, wow, we didn't, I mean, we didn't even know, him. you know, it was this dog. Uh, but to be able to see that potential through the, the dirt and the grime and the mess, isn't it, um, to me, you know, that's, that's how we were before Christ. We were a mess. We were full of fleas and ticks and, you know, dirty and people probably couldn't maybe see our potential. But God has always seen, he always sees through that Mm -hmm. and sees us through the lens of his son, Jesus Christ. And that through that, we're able to, to make a difference and serve him and bring him glory. Yes, quite a gift for sure. So we've been talking a little bit around the edges, Jill, about Canines for Christ. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about the program and how our listeners can learn more about Canines for Christ? Sure. So Canines for Christ is a national therapy dog ministry. Um, We are ministry first, therapy dog second. So we really believe that God has created the dogs to be a vessel or a vehicle for us to be able to build relationships with people that uh, we hope and pray will allow us to share about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So um, we are in 37 states. So we all, you know, we're spread out throughout the country. Uh, There's a big hub in Florida and there's a big hub here in Texas, but um, we do, you know, just encourage, these are our personal pets. We feel called by God to do this service, this ministry, and God has us working in all different types of settings, whether it's schools, hospitals, call centers, nursing homes, um, gosh, special needs facilities, you know, cancer centers. So really what God has placed on each of our individual hearts um, and then taking our individual pets to serve in his name is really what Canines for Christ is about. So basically, Canines for Christ uses not only the talents and the interests of the of the dogs, but also their owners yes. uh, as far as who they serve. So if somebody wanted to learn about uh, more specific information, do you have a website? Yes, we do. So it's a Canines, so you're going to want to spell that out, C-A-N-I-N-E-S, and then the number 4, Christ.org. So caninesforchrist.org. Great. Well, Jill Powell, thank you so much for being with us. It's amazing how fast time goes when we're talking about (laughs) two of our favorite subjects, God and dogs. And before we end today, I'd like to leave uh, with a little bit of a thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Well, Molly and Rocco serve others out of their brokenness. They were both strays, but they both had new owners who saw their potential. The dogs were trained to serve others. It makes me think about the broken pieces of our lives. None of us come through life without experiencing pain. What broken pieces do we have that God will heal? What potential does he see in us? So here's the thought to ponder. How can our unique experiences and stories of healing help others? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. 
Well, this is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site. If you have a neat story about God and your dog, send an email to stories at godandourdogs.com. Follow us on Instagram at hashtag godandourdogs or on Facebook. Please join me next week on God and Our Dogs for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. God and Our Dogs.com. I'm Dr. Sarah Stewart, the owner of Cibolo Family Medicine. I started this practice in order to provide personalized care and treat patients like family. Enjoy same-day visits, no waiting, and personalized care. We have locations in Bernie and San Antonio. Join with a personal family or business plan. Visit CibeloFM.com to learn more and give us a call at 830-428-2500. We look forward to caring for you at Cibolo Family Medicine, CibeloFM.com.